Hi, I'm Nicole, a virtual and executive assistant for high-level business owners and your host of the Work Wealth and Travel Podcast. On this show, we're going to be pulling back the curtain on how to create the lifestyle of your dreams. I created my dream lifestyle through working online, creating a business that lights me up every single day, traveling the globe, and generating wealth. On this show, we will take a deep dive into all of these topics and so much more. I have created my own online business from literally zero after discovering my passion for online business and my non-complacency for working for somebody else in a nine to five job. On this podcast, I will be sharing everything I have learned and everything I'm still learning because how I got to where I am today should not be kept a secret. It's your time to love your work, build your wealth and create the lifestyle of your dreams. Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. So today I am very excited to sit down and talk with Martha Ramos. So Martha is a former advertising executive who has turned entrepreneur, and she is a coach, speaker, and a podcast host. Her mission, which I absolutely love, is to encourage and empower women to be the CEO of their own life and career. I love everything about this, Martha. (laughs) I am so excited to have you on the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Nicole. This is so fun. I can't wait to get into our topic. And I absolutely adore your mission in terms of your podcast, like work, wealth. Let's talk about it all. Absolutely. Let's dive right into it. So why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your background and how you got to where you are today? Oh my God. How long do we have? <laughs> let's, let's see. I'm going to try not to bore your audience, but I always like to take it a little bit way back to, you know, I'm a Dominican born. I came to the United States when I was one years old. And, you know, I grew up in Washington Heights in New York City. Um, I always had like these big dreams, big audacious dreams to, you know, make lots of money and travel the world and meet new people and be the VP of marketing because somehow I thought, you know, working in advertising was like super cool. Um, But didn't really have those type of role models, right? So my parents worked at a factory. Um, I I will say that my mom did end up going to college to get her associates in business. Um, So she's always been like a a role model for me. And this was after having four kids. So kudos to my mom. Um, And that kind of set forth my vision of how I wanted to live my life moving forward. Um, I knew growing up, we didn't have a lot, but my parents worked really, really hard to make sure that, you know, they provided for for me and my siblings to the point that now that I think about it, they had their own hustle jobs. Like they had their full-time work and then they had like two or three jobs on the side, which now people tend to call it, you know, the, the hustle, like side hustles. Um, so who knew that that they were setting that up for me 30, 40 years later? Um, so fast forward to I went to school, got my degrees. Um, I ended up getting a bachelor's in advertising and marketing. Um, I ended 
ended up working in advertising for over 12 years on major brands um, such as Kogi Pamalev and Kraft and, you know, Unilever. I even worked at People in Espanol magazine for a while. And all of that was great. I was living the dream. I had achieved the goals that I had set out for myself to become a professional, to get my degrees, to work in advertising. And then somewhere around my mid-30s, I started feeling unfulfilled. And maybe that's when I was really paying attention to that inner voice that kept telling me, you have so much more to offer. Um, why are you in this position? Yes, the money's great. Yes, the perks is great. The, the status that it comes with it is all great. But going inside and really trying to dig deep, I wasn't happy right? And some of the work that I was doing, I just thought that, yes, you're trying to sell, you know, all these amazing products to, to people. But for whatever reason, I just felt like I could have been doing more. And, you know, and there's a lot of things that come with being a woman of color working in advertising, too. Like from the very beginning, I kind of knew that it wasn't a space for me. Um, I knew I didn't belong. Um, most of the people at the top were all old white dudes, right? And that kind of turned me off. And then also seeing other people who didn't look like me, you know, like my white colleagues being promoted at a faster rate, you know, slowly but surely that started tugging me and, and it just made me feel like I was undervalued, unappreciated, overworked, and... Downright unfulfilled. And I'm like, you know what? There has got to be another way of living. There has got to be another way of making money. There has got to be another way. And that I started questioning all the time. And I didn't know the answers. Sometimes I still don't know the answer. And then, you know, I did get, I did get let go. So multiple times, and I'm really honest about this, which is a, a different topic altogether. Um, but the last time I was let go, I was shy of my 40th birthday and I was really unhappy. And I was going through a mini depression. And a lot of times we don't like to talk about that. We like to kind of, you know, especially as a woman, woman of color, we like to feel like we're super women and we can do it all. And we shouldn't really talk about our feelings and our mental health. But it got to the point that when I was let go, I feel like, yes, I was devastated that weekend and I cried all weekend. And I'm like, what the hell am I going to do now? Who am I without this title, without this salary? But let me tell you, Nicole, a few days later, I woke up and I said, you know what? This is the best thing that could have happened to me. Because when one door closes, another one opens. And I've been, uh, uh, you know, privy to that in, in many different situations. And it just gave me a chance to really sit down with myself and start questioning who I was at the core because somehow I have lost sight of who she was in my career. 
And, you know, I, I decided to go on a self-discovery journey and that led me to Marie Forleo, um, who was like, I want to say like the, the, not the godmother of life coaching, because that I leave to my godmother and BFF Oprah, even though she doesn't know that she's like my godmother. Um, but I came across Marie Forleo and B-School and I was like, wait a minute, you mean that people get paid to give advice and to help other people, you know, live out their dreams? That's exactly what I want to do. Like, of that industry. And then I started learning about the whole life coaching and personal development space. And that led me to wanting to become an entrepreneur to who you see today, who you get to, you know, chat with. And, and yeah, that's, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Wow. That is such a journey, honestly. And I love speaking to empowered women such as yourself because we all have such an amazing story to tell and it's a journey and it's a process of how we got and to where we are today and to be the person who we are today. Because I really strongly believe that if you are living out your life in the quote unquote status quo, you most likely, and there are always exceptions, but you probably won't be the happiest that you potentially could be, but you just don't know it. And if you don't know anything else, how are you expected to know something else? So thank you for sharing that story. I really, really appreciate um, you telling, you know, your whole journey of how you got here. I know sometimes it is a very personal thing to to um, look back upon. But so one thing within your business and your coaching is being the CEO of your own life. And this means both a CEO of your life and also a CEO of your business. So can you tell us a little bit more about what both of these aspects specifically mean to you and how you embody those in your day to day? So being the CEO of your life, and I like to say that CEO for me stands for, it's twofold, right? It's you being the chief empowered officer, aka the CEO of your life, and being empowered to make choices that are true to who you are and what you want to achieve versus, like you just said, the status quo, like living based on someone else's dreams and perceptions. So that's really what I mean by you being like the chief empowered officer of your life. And then in terms of your career, I feel that you being the CEO of your own small business, if entrepreneurship is uh, something that you want to dabble, dabble in, it's all about building wealth and economic empowerment. I truly believe that by being the CEO of our own small businesses is going to help move the needle when it comes to, and let's be honest, you know, women get paid a lot less than men do. And I am going to be audacious as fuck and say that we are probably more qualified than they are to do the job, you know? but still we're getting paid less. So I feel that being the CEO of your, of your business um, really helps to move the needle in terms of the right direction in building wealth for ourselves and having that whole economic empowerment to really make as much money as you are able to make, 
right? Like living up to your own economic potential and not necessarily one that is dictated for you. Mm-hmm. I love that. I completely agree with everything you just said. So in you saying that, I'm curious when you realized I need to step up to the plate, I need to be the CEO of my own life, of my own business, I just need to be the damn woman. What were some struggles that you faced when you were maybe realizing this or when you really started going through this transition of being who you wanted to be on the other side? What were some of the struggles that you faced? Well, you know, honestly, and it it still holds true today is self-doubt, whether or not I can actually do that, right? Like, do I have what it takes to make this transition, to make it as an entrepreneur, um, and also fear, fear of failure, um, which is a big one, because of course, you know, you come from this corporate status where, you know, in my last position, I was the associate director of integrated communication, and I was making six figures and, you know, going to all these amazing industry events. And it was like, okay, But starting from scratch as an entrepreneur where you don't really have a blueprint of what that looks like, will I be able to achieve the same level of money and title and success that I had in my career? Or am I just going to fall short? So those are some of the struggles that I faced at the beginning and still go through you know, now through this day. And if you have an entrepreneur that tells you they're not afraid of failure and they don't have days where they doubt themselves, then it's total bullshit because everyone goes through it. I'm sure Beyonce has days where she's not the most confident in her abilities. Yeah, that's a really great way to put it into perspective, honestly, is that it's not just you. It's not just you and those around you or in your circle. Look at Beyonce. Look at whoever that your higher figure might be, who you might look up to. Totally such a great way to put that into perspective that everyone, and it's just a human emotion, is self-doubt. Everyone's going to feel that. So what were some of the things that you either thought or you did or that helped you get out of that self-doubt? I don't mean every single day of your life, but that really helped you become the empowered entrepreneur, business owner, female that you are today. Well, it speaks to what I like to call the CEO method, which is literally my signature framework to help you, A, learn how to trust in yourself, believe in yourself, and really take action from like an empowered state of mind. And that starts with knowing who you are at the core, like being so self-aware of the true essence of who you are is very important to me. And You know, the first step in that is really sitting down and asking yourself, who am I without the titles or the roles that you play? So let's say, for instance, who is Nicole as a person, as an individual? And I want you to go inward and say, you know, Nicole is smart. She's beautiful. She's capable. She's talented. She's a great speaker. She's a great communicator. Like, just going down the list of all the things that you know to be true about yourself without 
oh, Nicole is an entrepreneur. You know, Nicole is the associate director of so-and-so. Like really dig deep and, and, and just ask yourself who you are. And then the most important thing is, who do you want to become? Who is that person that you want to be? Who are you meant to be? And also really figuring out what are your core values and then your strengths, your skills that you're so talented in that no matter what happens down, oh yeah, I'm really good at X, Y, and Z. And that is such a strong foundation that every time I start feeling doubtful, I go back to that and I say, wait a minute. I am Martha. I've been, you know, through so many challenges in my life, which makes me resilient. I am courageous. I know how to build great relationships. I am resourceful. So I start thinking about all the things about myself that I know to be true. And that starts to boost my confidence back up. Mm. Wow. That's so amazing. And, uh, I think that's a really great practice for honestly anybody because we get so caught up in the titles and who other people perceive you to be, how you want to be shown to the world to just really strip everything away and ask yourself, who am I really at the core? What do I stand for and what do I want? So what is one way now when you're saying this, what I'm thinking is does journaling get you through this or what tools do you use if any at all to really help reflect back on this to yourself? So two tools that I am actually three and I practiced two of them this morning. Um, It's meditation, right? So I get to sit down with myself and not necessarily, you know, sit there and kumbaya my way through things, but I really like to sit down with my thoughts and my emotions and really get clear on how I'm feeling at the moment. Um, And yes, sometimes I do turn on some type of meditative um, music to kind of help me clear my mind. So meditation is one. Second is journaling, which you mentioned. I love being able to put thoughts and emotions on paper and then kind of read them out loud, kind of as a way to reflect what I am going through. Um, And third is daily affirmations. These I am statements are so crucial to feeling empowered, feeling confident, being able to believe and trust in yourself And honestly, I used to be the type, I don't do this anymore, but I used to take post-its and I used to write out I am statements and put them on the bathroom wall because of course I'm brushing my teeth every morning. And as I am brushing my teeth, I would recite all of my I am statements just as a reminder of, you know, kind of affirming again, who I am at the core. Mm -hmm. I love that. Three tools. Yeah, I like that. Just really making it visible. And I guess whether you repeat it or not, you're still subconsciously consuming that message. So just making it somewhere visible where you know you're going to be every day or twice a day or whatnot. Um, that's a that's really, really a good way to get it ingrained into yourself, into your core being. So yes. to start wrapping it up, is there... 
any other tips or advice or tools that you would give to the audience who wants to be the CEO of their own life, wants to take the reins, doesn't want someone else to be in control anymore, but maybe they don't have a blueprint. They don't know where to begin. I would say, you know, mindset work is so important. So yes, you know, affirmations and meditation and journaling all helps. But one of the things that I like to tell people is when you feel down on yourself and you have all these negative thoughts, I want you to sit down and really start unpacking what I call the bullshit stories that play in your head and really start finding the evidence that supports that, but then shifting that into a more empowering thought and then really looking at the evidence that supports that. So for instance, oh, I am not good enough. Do you really believe to be to believe that to be true about yourself or was it something that someone said to you and it just kind of stayed in the back of your mind? And if you know that that statement is not true, then start shifting into, you know what? I am good enough. And here are the ways or evidence to support that statement. I feel like that kind of helps to get people into a more, what I like to say, empowered state of mind or that CEO mindset, and then taking action. Like, I don't care how afraid you might feel in the inside, every little action that you take is going to help you get rid of your fears. And fear is not something that we totally get rid of 100% because honestly, fear was instilled in us to protect us, right? Like if you weren't afraid of walking into moving traffic or jumping off a roof, I would be like questioning your mental state, right? Because if you do happen to jump off a roof or go into moving traffic, you would probably get killed. So fear is something that is there to protect us. However, don't let it control you. You have to take control of it. And how do you do that? Is by taking action, just having the courage to take action. So let's say, you know, for instance, you're sitting in your nine to five, and you want to start a side hustle or a passion project because it's something that's tugging you at the core, but yet you're so afraid of failure, just ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen? And then start taking action from that standpoint. Because I'm going to tell you, the worst thing that can happen is you not taking action and then regretting it years later that you didn't act on it. Mm-hmm. Damn. Amazing. I think that is honestly a perfect answer on just where to take the damn first step. I know a lot of people hold fear towards that. And you're right. It is something that maybe in a certain sense you should be fearful of, but don't let that fear paralyze you and just take the action. And like I always like to think and like to say, what's the worst that can really happen You go back to how it was before you start back at building block one and then you rework it again. And 
really you if you really look at the big picture I find a lot of the times you don't have that much to really lose to really truly lose forever gone so thank you for sharing that really such knowledge bombs I feel like we're dropped today so before you go you also have your own podcast audacious as fuck tell us a little bit about that podcast and what you typically talk about on that show Oh, my God. And by the way, um, Nicole is a guest on an upcoming episode. So I want to make sure everyone tunes into that. But the Audacious As Fuck podcast really is a podcast to start reimagining what else is possible for you. Right. And I interview a lot of women CEOs on my podcast from different walks of life. And it's all about, you know, being the CEO of your life and your career and really taking control of what those dreams of yours are. Like if it's to start a podcast or, you know, write a book or change careers altogether. I just want people to really feel encouraged and inspired by the stories that these women share on the podcast. So then they can start taking steps into their own audacious dreams and bringing that into reality. Love it. Definitely check out her podcast. It is linked down below. Martha, thank you so much for being on the show, for imparting so much wisdom with us. If you would like to connect with Martha in any other capacity, it is down below in the show notes. Martha, thank you so much for everything you've shared with us today. That was another episode of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you have a lot to think about after this episode. And thank you so, so much for joining us here again this week. If you would like to connect on social, I am Nomad Neeks or Nomad Creative for my business. Find it below and see you next week.